The World Show with Nikki B on Kaya 959. Yes, this is The World Show. Now, thanks for all the love that's coming through uh, uh, regarding Cornelius' set. Absolutely beautiful. Thank you for being there. Thank you for being with us. And right now, my two second guests are with us. I've got Ilsa Dragon. Ilsa Dragon. <laughs> Ilsa I can Roberts. Be a bit of a dragon, that's <laughs> <laughs> It's all that fire. <laughs> Ilsa Roberts, the director of Smoking Dragon Festivals. Hi, Ilsa. Hi. Nice so to see you, Nikki. Good to see you, too. Yes. And it's been a long time coming that you should have been on the world show. Because oh. I'm such a fan of the festival and what you do there. And also, welcome to uh, Bonolo Mafoyane something brown good and you've come this time in a different uh, context but next time and this I promise you next time you come to the world show it's because you're going to be mixing live Yes, please. Yes, yes, I look forward to that. Thank you. Sure, sure. So, Ilsa, tell me, let's start with Smoking Dragon Festivals. How did this come about? So, 24 years ago, when I was a young thing, <laughs> I started this backpacking lodge for foreign tourists. And I used to do these New Year's Eve parties. But I've always been a great follower of music. I love music. I play a bit of music myself. And I used to bring in people to come and DJ and, and so on and so forth. And um, people started to go, Elsa, we really love your lineups. Yes. Um, because what I like to do is create these little musical journeys. So um, it's not the idea of doing one genre. The idea is that you just move through all the different genres um, and people ha- would l- really love it. So then it move on to a three-day, you know, jaw over New Year. And then uh, 13 years ago, I decided uh, that I would rather give it its own identity and started doing the official Smoking Dragon New Year's Eve Festival. I've done a few other uh, festivals, like a women's festival that you even played at, yes, and so on, and an adrenaline and other things under Smoking Dragon. And I do these road to Smoking Dragon things that I've been doing in Joburg and so on. But the biggest one and the most well known is the New Year's Eve one. And I think the first time you invited me to play was twelve years ago. I, I think, think it was, was twelve the, years ago. The yeah, second, second one. Yeah, the yeah. second one. Yes. And there's no turning back. Let me tell you, the environment is absolutely beautiful. Tell us where, where Amphitheatre Backpackers is. So, in the northern Drakensberg, which is interestingly not as well known to South Africans, so most people know the southern Berg better, or maybe even the central Berg, but the northern Berg's up near Kwakwa on the edge. But it's actually home... The Amphitheatre Mountain is the home of the highest waterfall in the world, the Utugela Falls, Tugela Falls. So the, the lodge looks onto this beautiful mountain and surrounded all around there is all the Nkosi's land and, you know, beautiful areas like Mweni, there's Royal Natal and so on. A very, very top, top hiking destination. Um, and lots of really interesting people live in that area. Um, it's a, it's a fascinating area, actually. And, there's a, and then to the right of it is a whole lot of battlefields. And it's just it's just steeped in history. It's got the largest constellation of rock art in the world. It's a very, very stunning area in its own right, besides the fact that it's the home of the festival. Yes. And in fact, if I can add to that, one of the beauties for me of of the venue itself is that it's in the amphitheater bowl. Yes. So it's like 
almost as I'm get, correct mm. me if I'm wrong, but it's almost as you entering the Drakensberg Range. So you've got this view of the whole range. Yes, actually, and of course it's just not very far you can go and start climbing and, and swimming and whatever else you want to do in the mountains. Yeah, it's it's basically an interesting area because the, the it's that point the, the Drakensberg does this concave curve. So you get this you're actually ac- seeing the whole of the amphitheater in Wayne all the way all the way to Monk's Carl. And then from then onwards it curves back on itself. So you only see little bits at a time normally. But at our place you see this huge panorama. And yes. that's of all the biggest peaks and the highest waterfall. And you can see the very tip is actually Lesotho, where we go into Lesotho to Kwakwa. So it's a very special area, very, very special. And was very special to the first people, because that's why the, there's all these amazing cave paintings in the area. It's a very sort of sacred space, seen as quite a sacred space in certain circles. Yes, I know. Um, in terms of, I know a lot of Sangormas yes. who actually go regularly That's to right. that region yes. for, for I suppose, ceremonial exactly. reasons and so on. That's correct. Exactly. Yeah. But now the first festival, how was that and how has it evolved till now? So the first festival, <laughs> the first festival is hilarious actually. So we built the, the this this little tiny concrete slab that was going to be our stage. I think we built it like two days before. <laughs> and the roof was kind of like, <laughs> like we had the statue, we did this little roof and then and we were so keen and everything and then there was this massive lightning storm and it like blew all the thats <laughs> and it was actually amazing. Everybody was in the rain, dancing and dancing in the mud and there was just mud and the mud was like hammering and everyone was just oh it was actually so well probably one of my favorites um that was that really kicked smoking dragon off because it was such an authentic beautiful really in tune with nature this amazing journey of music it was fantastic i loved it and now it's, this year we'll have seven stages of music seven stages yeah. so each stage is a different genre so tell us about the genres so the first one is the main stage, which I call mainstream because I don't see it as the main stage, in fact, because each stage in its own way has its own value, which is equal to the other. So I call it mainstream because it's kind of um, people that have hit the, the mainstream uh, media and that. So on that stage, we will, we will sometimes have people that are on the fringe and so on, and then they get into the mainstream stage another year. So that stage will host people, has hosted all the people like Jeremy Loops over the years. BCUC is playing this year. I think some Pee Dunno was Some Pee Dunno has played. Jack yes. Parry. So you see, I really flavor it up. So yes. I get Jack Parry and some Pee some plays and then Jack's next, you know? Yes. Ah, <laughs> quite cool. And then, you know, so then, um, so this year it's BCUC. We've got Blackjacks. We've got a whole lot of like Sunclaw Experiment. And then I also thrown in a diff- interesting collaborations, which was quite fun. So that's the mainstream. Then you've got the Fringe. The Fringe is, is, is probably my favorite stage in some ways because I collaborate with Black Labone, Isa from, from Pretoria, and I collaborate with like the Global Select. I collaborate with people from um, Mlazi, um, people like Red. Anyway, so we, so we get in these really cool, interesting, beautiful sounds. And there we're going to, we have a whole lot of. Um, a whole lot of different people this year. Let me just tell you one or two of the highlights. Um, Muntu, Soul Native. Um, we've got Nikki B playing that. <laughs> yeah, I've got to go yes, to that one. Yes, <laughs> Tulani, the warrior. And then Chepang Ramoba, who's like the drummer from Blackjacks. Um, Bussy Jazz. I don't know if you know Bussy Jazz. Amazing. 
amazing, ama- I must get you in touch with Bussy Jo. Yes. Amazing pianist. Oh, Be- amazing yes. pianist. Hey, mm-hmm. where's Bussy Jo's from? She's Joe Berger. Sure, actually. Yes. Yes. She's insane. A lot of DJs like featuring her. Okay. In their actual live DJ sets. And oh, she just cool. plays keys over. Oh, with them. Yes. yes. With them. Oh, so DJ fantastic. Fingers will be playing and she's going to be playing this live jazz oh, piano. Lovely. It's amazing. Lovely. And then we've got the Morax. Morax, yeah. yeah. And uh, Something Brown's also going to play. <laughs> yeah. <Yay! laughs> uh, Candace Africa. Whole, the, 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 there's a whole load of different sounds on that stage. And then we've, Shem, I don't want to, must flash through it. And then we've got the, also very close to my heart, is the Pink Tent. The Pink Tent or Kink Tent, the LGBT f- uh, friendly space, well, LGBTQIA+, and heterosexual too are welcome. But yes. what's really important is, is making a statement about how everyone is, is, is free to be who they want to be and free to love who they want to love and we have um, we try and support mainly um, people from the LGBT community that are involved with with music but we also this year are doing some really cool stuff um, where there's quite a lot of burlesque and there's a there's a uh, con- this booth where you can go and get transformed we're going to try and get Nikki B mm-hmm. she's going to we're going to see how she we can transform <laughs> you but it's a very important stage to us very important area and, and very beautiful musicians there very very good wonderful musicians and then we've got the Ripple which is a really cool area down at the dam from 6 till 6 nice down tempo interesting sounds very interesting sounds this year we've also got this new stage the Dub Wagon stage so this is real it's going to be where there's going to be hip hop battles with the 411 guys are running we're going to be doing um, live graffiti there's going to be people like Don Dada there and you know the King International from Jamaica and yes. it's, it's very cool space and, and linked with that is also our new market which is the 420 market that we're running with guys from uh, Harmony who and and uh, um, Makalwane yeah 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 yes. uh, stick up yes so these are just like I guess essays leading CBD uh, brands you know yes. coming together to you know I guess put together this big big 420 market <coughs> and it's not just selling of these CBD products there'll be workshops educational educational workshops on that on how you can get licensing how to cultivate weed legislation around trading in cbd products so yeah yeah it's quite an important space yeah we're on stage which is also going to have a lot of reggae artists some of them are connect from these uh, stick up guys it's part of their network as well fantastic i want to hear more about the stages but i think Let's take a moment to hear one of the artists that's going to be performing at this year's Smoking Dragon. And you know that I absolutely love these guys. Coming up on the World Show, it's Black Jacks. Can't wait to see them perform in the Drakensberg. Kaya 959. Yes, haven't played that one for a while. Black Jacks, the track is Harari, featuring Morena Laraba of their album Ubuntu Before Humans. Black Jacks will be performing as part of uh, this year's Smoking Dragon Festival. Ilsa Roberts is with us, the director of the festival. You were telling us about all these stages, and I think we missed one. Yeah, so the last one is also a new one. It's called the Trance End. 
So um, that's bringing in a little bit of trance music, desert tech. It's very interesting too. You're bringing in a little bit of. You can actually get these nice crossovers, and and so it's going to be a small little space. We're trying it out. I've had quite a n- nice reception. People are quite keen that it's going to happen. Yeah. So that was the last stage. Great. Now you know one thing about about the the the, the location is that you really are kind of. It takes you as long to get there from Joburg as it would from Durban. You really are in the middle, in the middle yeah. of everything. Yes, yes, it's it's equidistant from Durban and Joburg. But the nice thing is, unlike some some other festivals you get in the Berg, there's these long circuitous routes through dirt. That and so this is quite nice. It's 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 you get off. Um, if you're coming from Joburg, you get off the N3, you go on the R74, this beautiful Stokefontein Dam, and it's tar the whole way, and then boom, you're at the festival. And if you're going from Durban, it's the same thing. So you come off the uh, the, uh, the N3, boom, you're at the festival. So it, you go through the mountain, but it's on that road that used to be, I think it used to be the main road. Yes. Yeah, so it's very easy to access. And people um, can meet their friends. They can meet, if they're coming from Durban, then they can meet them from Joburg. That's what I'm... Very well placed. Yes, yeah, very that's well what I was placed. thinking. Mm. And I'm sure that's also part of what, uh, d- you know, kind of determines your lineup is that... You, yes. you want to show people from different regions. Exactly. So so we basically, uh, there's a lot of people that, as for example, on the fringe, there's people from Mapanang, people from Soweto, but then also from Omlazi. And then I, I've been getting people in from Cape Town. So what we've done this year is we've, we've got these coaches where people can buy a ticket. And so I've started one from Cape Town for the first time, which is quite oh, cool. Fantastic. So you jump on the bus. Um, and then you have a little pot, jaw on the bus all night. Yeah, a party bus. <laughs> <laughs> and then you land at the festival and you have your three days jaw at the festival mm. and then boom, you go back to Cape Town on the bus. Oh, that's um, amazing. Yeah, so, so we've got some artists from Cape Town as well and um, we're going to be doing a few a few th- preliminary things in Cape Town and, and Kailicha and so on, um, trying to sort of get people interested. So that's quite l- lucky, you know, to get that. Because it's sometimes a bit of an isolation between Joburg and, uh, and, and Cape Town. Yes. Yeah, I find that I've always felt sad about that. Because there's some also interesting hip-hop artists from like Mitchell's Plain and Lavender Hill and so on. And, you know, sometimes people miss out on this side of the world. They miss out a little bit. But while we're talking about, you know, bringing people, is there a way that if people are in Joburg and they don't have a car mm. or they... There's what? a coach, coach leaving from Johannesburg. So you, so you can go onto the website, smokingdragon.org, and you'll see it says Coach Camping Combo. And there you can buy your tickets. So you'll jump on here. We're from Pretoria or from Joburg. We'll, we'll do the bus from Pretoria all the way through. And then it'll take you through the mountains, straight to the doorstep of the festival. Off you hop. You do your camping thing. Then you pop on the bus again and you come back again. Brilliant. And it's, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're really nicely priced, nice buses. It's a nice package yeah, deal. Yeah, very nice. And we're doing the same thing from Durban. Oh, amazing. So there's three cities all being serviced by the buses. Oh, fantastic. So don't let the issue of transport put you off going. You can still get there. You can get on the coach and you can get home. And you spoke about uh, camping. Yeah, so the, so you can bring your own tent, but we've also got a camping village that's been put together. You've, there's even some ensuite tents, um, which oh, is beautiful. quite cool. Yeah, yeah. with little little porta potties and, and a nice shower that gets uh, sort of pull the thing in the buckets. Kind of, I don't oh, know, so you've decant. got some glamping vibe. Yeah, yeah, on. definitely. Yeah. And they're nice proper beds, sprung mattresses, duvets, blah, blah, blah. And you can have a beautiful time there. There's also beautiful um, lodges and things in the area yeah. uh, that all support us. So you can, if you want, and there's a range. I've got them all on the website as well. And you also have rooms or are your rooms the, already? All 
It's completely full. Booked up, yeah. yeah. Completely yes. full, which is great. Yes. Yeah, but but again, people can know that for next time. Yeah. Book early. Yeah, book you can early. Book a room and uh, yeah, yeah, and there's different types of accommodation that yes. you have as so well. Yes. So from camping to dormitories to nice little ensuite chalets. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. And one thing I'll say about it, you know. You can go, you can camp, you can cook yourself. But there's also an amazing kitchen area that's accessible to all to the whole campsite. Yes. So, uh, you know, don't worry. You can bring your own food. You can prepare, cook and prepare your own food while you're there as mm-hmm. well. And uh, I think that's also... Um, a nice thing to know. Yeah, a nice there's thing There's a host of food stalls and sometimes you can cook for yourself. And there's little towns nearby. Um, yeah, there's, and there's a lot of, uh, if you've got kids and things, there's lots of stuff in the area that's quite nice. There's hiking, there's quad biking, there's horse rides, you know. There's a lot going on. And um, Bonolo uh, is actually going to be also w- working with me this year on doing these great workshops yeah. that you can do during the day. A whole host of different workshops and things. Well, let's hear it from Bonolo. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so um, we decided to sort of, I guess add other activities that don't involve uh, music and I guess or yes okay. <laughs> yeah. so um, the whole idea is that in the in the morning until the late afternoon people have different activities that they can do and of course I guess new skills to learn so it's um, some of the workshops that are skills based you can learn how to DJ on all formats um, you can do learn how to crochet there's going to be a music production workshop by Tadimu Ova. I think it's a collab between himself and Black Labone. And um, you can you can learn how to do shadow puppetry. Yes. You know? I think um, there's also yoga. Yoga and meditation. So these are yes. now the activities. Um, it's more like we have facilitators who help you, uh, I guess, how to meditate how to sip and paint yes Uh, experts in the field yes yes Yes. definitely experts in the field people who will be teaching drumming and of course the kink workshops and there's going to be shibari yes so so we've yeah we've we've got an interesting uh there's a woman karithia who's coming out from berlin just for this and she teaches shibari which is the ancient um japanese uh, art of bond of t- of tying rope tying amazing very very interesting and she's going to be showing people and it's also about learning about consent and relationships there will be um workshops uh that are run by dr dulcie do, do you know chai latte chai latte she's a fantastic festival. dj she's also uh-huh. a great doctor mm-hmm. uh, she's incredible yes. and done incredible work yes. so she's going to run these these workshops as well talking to people so 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 that the the, the other thing about these workshops is that we're bringing in people from the community, the immediate community that we will sponsor so that they can get a feeling for the festival. So every year we've done these workshops in the past, but it's always been before the festival. This year I decided, no, you know what? People can come in and actually enjoy the festival itself. And then ticket holders can also sit with people in the community and enjoy the workshops on didgeridoo or on, on the, doing sound journeys and a whole load of different things. Yes. But then there's also this nice um, integration between urban and rural, which is really a huge part of Smoking Dragon is about integrating groups of people. So you do that through the musical journey, and now you can do it through through workshops, through, through sitting there. And people are very keen here in Bonolo. Mm, mm, mm. Bonolo's been busy, yeah, yeah de- dealing with Highly loads of people. Yeah, they're really Most keen on it. Interested? Yes. I think some of them are doing like over five workshops at go in one day. Wow. Yes. You mean people are hosting five workshops or attending? 
attending, so attending and hosting. So people so yeah. are hosting really has its own program. Yes, so they've really picked up on this workshop. Yes, yes, yes. 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 There's a, like a lot of interest in, especially the cannabis workshops as well, because I, I think a lot of people trade in CBD products, but they don't know much about licensing. I guess how to cultivate the different strains, you know. So. It's going to be useful, especially for a lot of people trying to, I guess, advance their knowledge yes. skills, you know, in their fields. Yeah. On that note, by the way, I had a comment uh, on Instagram from Mr. Matlou. He says, yo, what does CBD stand for? <laughs> it stands for cannabidiol. Hey, how do you spell it? I, I can never say. But it's, it's basically, so, so like it's, it's, it doesn't make you high. So CBD is without the THC content. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas, uh, so this is going to be both the CBD products and also um, it's le- we legally have got a license to have a thing where you're allowed to buy uh, marijuana. Yes. And see, so so in our area, medicinal marijuana medi- in, in, yeah. and so on. Yes. And then our area, that whole Mazizi community have been growing marijuana, and that a lot of children. That's how they've been schooled and fed. I mean, it's mm. so. What's interesting is to bring in the elders. And let them attend the workshops, talk to people, because there is this concern that the big, uh, big moneyed people are going to come in and and take away the power from people down in the Eastern Cape, and so on. That have always been growing uh, these products. Yes. Um. So that's why the stub wagon stage. There's a lot of elders coming in from the Eastern Cape that are going to also be attending these workshops, hosting them, some of them, and some of them also learning how mm. to do things legally, so that there's not this typical thing where there's this takeover. Yes. You know, like mm. this places in Canada and that that are thinking great in South Africa you can start growing it now yes. legally so let's just swamp let everyone mm-hmm. let the corporates come and monopolize we can't yeah. have that yeah. Nikki yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and one thing on that note I've just got to make a point uh, for Mr. Matlou which was when I had COVID the only thing that eased me was CBD oil. Mm. You know, from mm. the aches and pains, right, right. and it, 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 you know, it really helped. So mm-hmm. there's def. I'll say yes. for myself, there's definitely benefits. Yes, mm. to CBD. Know, especially with people who struggle mm. with anxiety. Yes, as well. Mm. So with the CBD oils, it's like calming agents, anxiety, for insomnia, yes. and various so other. So there will be people who speak about the health benefits of cannabis uh, can cbd products yes. and also it's like also merchandise so there'll be people selling merchandise um essentials yes for people who use cbd products as well mm. yes yeah but mostly on the mental health thing yes um, there will be talks on that as well yes right? I and i know cbd has also been very valuable for uh, cancer patients mm. yes in again mm-hmm. uh, you know pain relief mm-hmm. and helping them relax and for so sure. forth mm. i want to hear much more about the stalls and more about the workshops but i think let's hear another song i'm so excited more is going to be playing there yes i yes, saw him yes. at the joy of joys last night and i said more i've playlisted one of your songs because we're talking <laughs> smoking dragon yes. and he said he's so excited to come so this one is more uh, uh song it's called lesotho even though he's not from lesotho mm-hmm. and his album is also called lesotho <laughs> Oh, 
Oh, it's been a while since I played more aches. I don't know why. Absolutely lovely, the title track of his album called Lesotho. And of course, I'm with Ilsa Roberts uh, from uh, Smoking Dragon Festivals and uh, uh, Bonolo as well. Bonolo Mafoyane. We know her as something brown. But Ilsa, you were just saying it's so appropriate the song is Lesotho. Um, yes. Yes, because as we ride on the edge of Lesotho there, yes. and we do these trips, actually, people can t- take part in them at the festival. So a lot of the festival's focus and the, the backpackers is actually poverty relief in the area. And we've done a lot of collaboration with community. So, so this is an example of something we do. What, what we do is we go deep into, through Kwakwa right through Manansa Pass into Lesotho. And there's an area that we base, it's never had any tourism before. So we collaborated with people in the area. There's a school and and Sangomas and so on. And we've created our own hike. And we go deep along the edges of these cattle trails. It's really high altitude. And then there's beautiful cave paintings there. And we visit a Sangoma. And then some of the ladies in the area do some Unkumbuti and so on. So everyone gets a little bit of money. And we sometimes take two busloads. And then there's uh, every second day, and well, before COVID, we were doing really great, and so it's right on the edge there of Lesotho. And it's nice to hear someone singing about Lesotho because yes. it's appropriate with the location. Absolutely, yes. But this is something you've always been like um, very thorough. I don't know what word to use, thorough about, which is ensuring yes. that people from the local community are actively involved in the festival. This is not just, you know, a lodge that comes and kind of uh, what I call cultural colonization where you just dump yourself and you do your own thing in in other people's space, really. Right. I mean, the the inspiration... And you from the region. Yes. And that's what, you know, so what happened was when I started all those, that time ago, the backpacking industry didn't really exist because apartheid had, had, obviously there was no foreign tourism. So a few people came up with this idea of, of trying to draw foreigners in. And then initially the, the tourism, that sector wasn't accepted by the tourism industry. Backpacking wasn't, and we had to fight to be accepted as a legitimate sector. And now we're the fastest growing sector within tourism. Yes. And the thing about the backpacking industry is all about impact on the local community, making sure that people, it's community-based tourism as opposed to uh, uh, something, okay, I won't mention hotels, but there's certain hotels that are foreign-owned and they're like starships that land there and they impose their whole that whole very standard way of doing hospitality and people aren't paid very well there's not much skills development going on blah 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 could go on forever won't absolutely and so the, the backpacking thing is very different it's about getting deep in there people earn a commission for every person that visits we've gone in and trained up local guides Our, we were part of the whole theater thing when it started um, and people have now their certification and so at the festival you can get local guys to take you to the highest waterfall in Africa and go to Lesotho people in the area come in and help with all this recycling of waste so a very eco-friendly festival as well so that's that's how the festivals and and even as performers Yes. You've yes. got DJs coming yes. from the area exactly, as well. Exactly, exactly. Yes. And people that, that... And performers. And what's quite nice is that you, you, for the workshops, for example, we had this... I'll give you an example of a story. This young guy from Busangata came in. So we let people come for free, come to the workshops, and he was taught there, was guy, there were people that were doing the production of, with lighting, and they showed a small group of these, these young boys how to do... how lighting works on stage. He was so fascinated. So he went off and he spoke, and I said, no, no, come, let's chat to the, the guys that are running this. I said, come, you know, he has a really cool guy let's give him a chance they said okay and he went back with them and yeah went back with them learned about lighting and now he's in the states working on films amazing doing lighting yeah so that was like a a little kid that would maybe not would be out with very little 
you know, work opportunities and things. Yes. And that these are the kind, and so there's a lot of people in the area that have started DJing now. Yes. <laughs> it's really cool. Yes. Um, you know, and people that have got more and more interested in production and, and so on. So the festival wants to make an impact at that level. Yes. It's not just about like arriving and taking over. No. It's something that actually integrates yes. with the communities that live there. And you want, you want the money to go to the people. Yes. You know, so I have a bit of a issue with many events that where there's this huge, we never get any sponsorship from anybody, which is a, a real, I know. I know. And you have been running all this time with this amazing festival. In fact, I personally am going to say on air, come on, guys, anyone who has sponsorship budgets, look at a festival like Smoking Dragon. Look, look what we've just been talking about. It brings together people from all areas of our country. It uh, is completely integrated uh, in the location and com- with the co- community and the location that yes. it's in. And I really, th- and for me, we don't have enough no. of these beautiful festivals out in these magnificent spaces. So please, guys, put your money where the music is. <laughs> we've actually got a crowdfunding uh, on the website. If you look under donate, we've just started that. Uh, we've just started this donation thing this year. If you go on there, there's crowdfunding, and you can pay towards sponsoring some of the community to to come and attend the workshops and and so on. So if you pop onto the website and you look under donate, you can choose whether you want to sponsor people in the pink workshops or sponsor people uh, in the fringe workshops, which is the more the arts kind of. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So so we're hoping that the crowdfunding I've never done it before, but since no one else will give me any money. <laughs> <laughs> and you want to give other people opportunities. Well, exactly. I mean the one thing about not getting too much corporate sponsorship is obviously we've been we, we, we we're allowed to do our lineup, we can we can be very progressive in what we do. But one yes. hopes that sponsors will not dictate uh, these more commercial terms. You know, that's what needs to happen in South Africa. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And allow for this grassroots. Yes, grassroots. Roots exactly. to, to emerge. Exactly. Actually, so instead of going, be, I want my brand, I want yes. this, I want the, these people to play and not those people. You know, yeah. you're wanting it to, to have people right at the... Just because somebody isn't well-known yet doesn't mean they don't have a beautiful offering. So a lot of people have grown from our festival. Sankai, we were the first... There's a, quite a number of different acts and we've worked with Cornelius uh, something brown and you know yes. and, and you, you give people a platform and the, and the audience are amazed and they, yes. so we've become known as a place where you might not know everyone on that lineup but you go there and you leave knowing a whole lot and, and I've you, always discovered something at, yeah. at Smoking Dragon yeah. I've always discovered a new act for me yes Bonolo I, I, I keep coming to you but not getting to you and uh, I think we've got to talk a little bit about what kind of stalls are there what's the setup okay. um, so we've got different food stalls doing uh, different types of foods catering for meat eaters and non-meat eating people oh good and um, <laughs> ice cream stalls um, smoothies tea coffee so there's a whole variety, and of course, people who do snacks. Uh, we just landed at Biltong store, mm. so that's yes. going to be quite. So you've got a lot of food stores. Have you got yes. craft, craft stores, stores as well? As well. So yes. we're going to have a section for specifically for craft vendors, craft jewelry, um, boho clothing, um, tie dye products, vapes. We have a vape store that's going to be there as well. Um, so yeah. I, of course, the CBD uh, people as well. Yes. yes so. And of course, these workshops. Now, Bonolo, I'm not sure. Uh, uh, we've never spoken about this. Mm. So is this 
um, working with Smoking Dragon, is this the first time you've gone into this realm of of markets and workshops? Uh, um, yes. Or, yes. Mm-hmm. So what has this journey been like and how did you get to be doing this job? Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> wow. Okay. And let me so, tell you, she's fantastic to work with. <laughs> yes. Thank very so lovely much. to work mm. with. So um, how I started... Um, I mean, we were all at the festival last year and, you know, when you have your ear to the ground, you hear some things and it's like, what I noticed was that she didn't really have a, a big team to basically help her out. And it was also post-COVID, so For it sure. was really yeah. a difficult so was, time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I actually approached them, like, let me help you with stalls or admin, any type of admin and... This was now leading up to the Full Moon Festival in April. Yes. And that's how I got into it. I started out helping out and then she hired me. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So um, I've worked with other festivals doing other types of admin as well. But this type of admin, it's my first time. Yes. It's my first time. And what for you is very exciting from the area that you're working on with the stalls, mm. uh, with the workshops. What for you, as as Bonolo, as something brown even, mm-hmm. what is it that you think, gosh, I want to attend that or I want to taste that? Um, I guess having been at the festival previous years, I sort of, uh, I've always enjoyed the food. The food is amazing. They sell great food there. And I guess the variety in the types of food you can choose from. Um, but really, I liked I like doing this because it's giving me experience outside of the spotlight, being a DJ and just arriving and working, doing your DJ set. Most of the time, you don't really get a, a sneak peek into what goes on in into the planning of this festival that you're playing at. So I'm really enjoying that experience, knowing the ins and outs of how things are going in the background, the admin that goes into basically ensuring that everybody plays on time, everybody has their stall in the right place. Yeah, I I guess it's a nice kind of experience to gain. You know, something that I um, have increasingly become aware of working on festivals uh, over the past while is that people think, uh, you know, know, um, a festival impacts the economy of the music economy. But actually, if you think about it, a festival, a single music festival is not just employing the musicians and not just the musicians, the sound guys, the guys who uh, build the, the, the stage, but it's also employing cleaners, the ambulance services, the guy who puts up the fences, um, the, the people who cook the food, volunteers, uh, as, well. Uh, volunteers mm. as well, you know, and 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 i'm just touching on the amount of people that are involved mm. even indirectly and, and directly in the amount of of employment it generates mm-hmm. it's not just about the music and the people mm. on the stage True. you know True. and i think smoking dragon is a brilliant example of that mm-hmm. um how the community at large benefits, True. you know. Good stalls as well. Yes. I think they're going to make some decent money this year. Yes. I think the deal we are cutting with them this year is more, what's the right word? It's more economic. Yes. Well, it's, it's a, we, we, yeah, we're not yeah. taking money. Yeah. We're just doing a barter. Mm. Oh, amazing. Which they're very happy with. So they're going to help us feed the artists. Mm. 
and then they're not going to because sometimes they they get charged a huge amount mm. these vendors that do craft as well you know yes um so we we try to just rather have loads of stalls lots of interaction and help grow the local economy um covid's been horrendous uh, people have struggled there's been a lot of people that have closed up shop and gone on to other things we're hoping that this will be this lovely bright shining new entry into 2023 where everyone makes a bit of money you know there's lovely interaction and yes you're right there's so many other parts to a festival than just the musicians yes you know Yes. Um, it's a pity that there are more festivals. It's a pity that arts and culture don't don't give more money for festivals. Yes. I recently went to Berlin, and uh, and England, and I travelled around. And I mean, I went to Amsterdam, and the, you know, you can see that the the local municipalities, what I don't know what they refer to them yes. as, uh, they they pay for these these little festivals, and people are employed, and there's there's yes. a nice vibe and everything. And then there's not like all this worry about how do we get. I wish this happened a lot more in South Africa, you know. I really do, and especially considering the the landscape, the weather, we are exactly. prime perfect for, for festivals for music festivals. Yeah, we should. Yeah. They should be. They should be sponsored. They should be getting them going. You know, absolutely, mm. absolutely. Mm. I've got to squeeze in a couple more songs. And you spoke earlier about acts that maybe are not like on the mainstream, and. I saw someone perform last year, and I knew him from a couple of collaborations he's done with other artists. But it was the first time I saw um, Naftali mm. perform, and it was the most beautiful performance. I am so, so excited that you are bringing him back to perform this year. Check it out. Here is Naftali with uh, one of his singles, Keo Shua, coming up now on The World Show. <laughs> Kaya 959 Keshwa Isn't he absolutely amazing? Naftali is his name And he is going to be performing At Smoking Dragon Festival Over New Year Bonola, you were telling me something about uh, 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 Naftali setting up a stall and yes, yes. Yeah, explain so, what you were saying. He he's gonna be also setting up a tea herbal tea stall. He's got a, oh, his own cool. brand called Kabuta Organic Tea. Amazing. So usually when he performs, sometimes his tea stall uh, functions as a what do you call a backdrop of yes. the stage. Sometimes it's part of the performance. Yes, his performance. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. Uh, yeah. So he's gonna be setting up as well. So a, a few of the artists a few other also artists are going to be doing that. So. This is what's happening. So an artist has more than one skill or whatever, right? And outside of their performances, they'll either be doing a workshop or setting up a store or, you know. So there's always something else that other artists are doing beyond yes. just performing. Yes. Just to make extra money as well. And I guess put their names out there as different types of brands, you know, and yes. not just... Not, not just Naftali, but also Kabutla, if I may put it like that. Yes, yeah. and not just arrive, do you say, and leave. leave. No, no, no. But it's actually very be part of that festival yeah. community. Yes. That's what most people are doing. Yes, I love mm. that. Mm. Mm. So, is this something that you've seen quite a lot of response from artists saying, can I also do this or... Yes, absolutely. Yes. There's been a few who... Um, the guy who's going to be doing upcycling... 
the workshop. He he was initially coming on as just per someone who's gonna set up a stall. Yes. Via the uh, the collab you have with Black Labuna, yes. I think. And yes. then yeah, he got in touch. He's like, I'd also like to do a session on upcycling. So oh, what amazing. he does, he yeah. uses, let's say pegs. You know. He takes pegs and he creates earrings out of that or neck pieces yes. or head pieces. Or plastic bottles yeah. or, yes, or, or yeah. and makes them into beautiful sure. either wearable yes. or functional earrings. or decorative. Mm. Mm. Yes. And Tabiso. So, Tabiso, Tabiso, Tabiso as well is an artist that's going to be performing. He's the one who's going to be uh, conducting the sip and paint. He's actually a wine painter. Oh, amazing. So, yeah. Yes. So it's these kind of exchanges that are happening as well. So if there are artists who, who if you're on the lineup and you know you want to do a stall or a workshop, you get in touch and we find ways. So, yeah, for instance, okay. Tabiso Tibete, mm-hmm. he's going to do this, you know, beautiful performance and then he will be doing the sip and paint with the yes. wine. And then, so, then two other people said, oh, can we play cello and flute while you're teaching the sip and paint? Oh, fantastic. So there's going to be like this beautiful live cello and flute and the sip and paint. And it's all just this flow, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's really cool. But Ilsa, this is something you've always been on about, yes. which is collaboration mm, collaboration mm. forming partnerships let's see how we can work together yes and so really that is part of the spirit of this festival yes it is it is and i hope a lot of people will come this year and be and understand that it's a three days of not just music although the music's going to be dynamite the music's almost like the thread that pulls everything that's else right. together mm. and as you know that's my area <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to be playing. I've got a couple of different sets happening on different days, which always excites me. Because the biz workshop, you are doing a biz workshop, remember? Yes. Thanks for reminding me. people yes. how to package their music. Yes. So I'm really excited about how that How to package well. your music radio, and present your yeah. music mm-hmm. for broadcasters, mm-hmm. to compilers, mm-hmm. um, and really how to present yourself as an artist sure. in the best possible way. So I hope to see so you So now there. everyone's going to be signing up for Nikki's workshop. <laughs> <laughs> There's been a few. There's been a few. There's been a few. There's been a few. That's uh, the website's pretty. It's a lot going on there, so you just have to go through it carefully. Um, if if you guys are wanting to do workshops, you need to have a ticket first. You use your order number, and then you can look through. There's loads of different workshops. Choose what you're wanting to do. Um, you can also see that we've got an Instagram page, Smoking Dragon Festival, and that's quite. And we've also got uh, a face, um, Facebook page, yes. Smoking Dragon Festival. So Facebook's you, quite good, also with the updates and the whole quite program. Good, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, there's about seventeen thousand people following us there. And then there's my personal WhatsApp number that everybody has access to, so I will always answer. It's oh eight two five five one two four nine five. Please yeah. repeat. Oh eight two five five one two four nine five. And then there's also Ilza at Smoking Dragon, which is spelled I, like I love South Africa. <laughs> so it's Ilsa at smokingdragon.co.za. And you guys can email me there. And then, yeah. So those are all the different ways of getting hold of us. Thank you so much. Thank you both for coming and sharing, chatting about this great fun. This wonderful, wonderful festival. I am a firm lover of Smoking Dragon festivals. So I'm going to end off tonight's feature with another artist that is performing. And in fact, I was chatting to him. When was it? 
think it was on Thursday, because this weekend's been so busy. And he sent me a brand new song. He said, this song hasn't yet been released. Uh, and he definitely wanted to share it with me first. And it's my absolute pleasure and my honor to be sharing this song from Don Dada. And of course, we've got to represent the Roots reggae side of the festival and the performers. And Don Dada will be performing there. So it's called, the song's called One for Another. From me, Nikki B, to you, whatever else you do this week, make sure that you keep shining. And of course, keep it Kaya. Rastafari, Don Dada in the building, Rosco Studio, Lord of Mercy. The World Show with Nikki B. Every Sunday from 6 to 9 p.m. on Kaya 959.